T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Cardin Roberts on the fan. Uh, one second. Uh, 877-337-6666. So you've now had multiple uh, reporters claiming the exact opposite uh, things regarding Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Two days ago, we heard that Aaron Rodgers, that the Green Bay Packers were disgusted with him and done. So everybody ran with that, and now today we hear that the Green Bay Packers absolutely want him back. <laughs> okay. Who do you believe? I don't believe either one of them. Yeah. I don't believe any of them know. I certainly don't believe that uh, Kuntz and Kuntz, uh, the GM there, is telling people what their plans are. Yeah. And I do happen to believe Aaron Rodgers when it comes to he's in a retreat, he's not talking to anybody, and whatever limited inner circle oh, of people I, he has, yeah. I believe that they don't I, say anything. I believe that one completely because if you keep your inner circle small and you know them, know them, know them, and trust them, they're not leaking anything to Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. They're just not. It's not going to happen. So all these leaks are coming from Green Bay. And remember, you got a lot of guys that work in the Packer organization, which means you have a lot of opinions. So I'm sure there are some in the organization who say, get rid of him, he's a problem. And some in the organization who say, he's great. We don't want to get rid of him. Yeah. So when you've got a lot of guys, a lot of cooks in there, you're going to probably well, hear a lot of little different yeah, things. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if there are much lower-level people in a building, in any building, that you know, are trying to make a name for themselves or feel like you know, they've got information they could trade on and maybe it improves their standing in their weird, warped minds where they'll uh, tell a reporter from any particular network, hey, here's what's going on. But I, I like the, the thing about the Jets for a moment that it didn't bother me, but it bothered me was the notion that the president of the Jets, the GM of the Jets, and or Robert Sala actually said to Derek Carr or in a meeting amongst themselves said, oh, Derek Carr here can become a first bout Hall of Famer. Like that didn't happen. Why would that be made up, though? I don't know. You People are going to make attention for themselves. So you think someone le- someone who wasn't at the lunch and dinner or yeah. lunch, dinner, breakfast, yes. whatever they had, leaked out bad information to a reporter? No, I think the reporter made it up. Nah, come on. I don't My buy belief. that with some reporters. I don't think she was making it up. Like, I think right? someone told her that. That's what I think. Now, you may be right that it never happened because it was bad information. Yeah. Like, I don't dispute that, but I don't think that it's just being made up. I think there's some people that still make crap up. Maybe I'm wrong in this case. And I think that nobody that is in the room where the decision is made is calling a reporter right now saying, 
We told Derek Carr he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. By the way, the Jets... I think it's ridiculous. And the Jets should say stuff like that. If you're recruiting this guy to come here, that's not a terrible thing to say. Hey, you win a championship with the Jets? I want you to understand something, Derek. You may not get it. This franchise has known nothing. They are losers. We still talk about Joe Namath as if he's quarterbacked five years ago. You win here, your resume, which is really solid, gets elevated. And by the way, they're right. If Derek Carr won won a Super Bowl anywhere, it uh, changes how people think of him. Yeah, but the Jets? No, it doesn't matter. The Jets. What if he went to Houston and won one there? The Jets. What if he went to Indianapolis? What if he went to anywhere? No. I think the Lions, the Jets, the Browns. Winning for the Jets means nothing more than it means winning anywhere else. I kindly disagree with you. That's fair enough. You're welcome to. I also think that the way you get to the Hall of Fame is with support. By usually a writer who's like campaigning for you. Uh, I'm with you on that. that we've seen that before. Okay, so these guys are human. When you win with a team that's won nothing in a long, long time, humans are impacted by that. So I get what you're saying. Like every championship should be created equal, but I don't think that's the way it is. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, listen, I recognize that there's a different uh, thing that goes on when it talks about the Hall of Fame, but man, if Derek Carr went to Carolina. And won a Super Bowl? Yeah, not the same impact. He'd be viewed the same way. That's not the same impact. And I, you know why, how I know? Because we're special because we're in New York? And you know how I know you're a little a little bit, tiny bit, tiny bit of Go a ahead. hypocrite on this? Go ahead. Because I'm sure in all your waxing and praying of LeBron James coming to the Knicks, I'm sure you said the same thing. You know, it's been so you long since I prayed to that God. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. And you all thought the same thing. And by um, the way, you weren't wrong. I'm not even disagreeing I with think you. there's probably a time since he had not won a title yet before he went to Miami where I probably said, imagine coming to New York and winning a title here. Oh. Now, oh. to be fair, though... I probably say that about everybody that right. comes to New York. So why are you not saying like, that now? Does Jalen Brunson become the greatest Nick of all time if he leads the Knicks to a title? Yeah. He's in the conversation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. By of the way, course. you know today's an anniversary, by the way? Yeah, it's George Washington's birthday. I've told not you five times. So there's two sports anniversaries today. There's the one which I played earlier for you. Obviously, 1980, Americans uh, beating the Russians, which did not get them the gold medal. Many people think it did. It did not. I want to guess the other one. It February got us into 20- the gold medal game. We beat Finland. Okay, good. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I All just, good. I'm trying to get, because I, I honestly don't there know is the a, answer. And I'll give you one hit and one hit only. There is a major sports anniversary that involves New York. Okay. So there's nothing really with baseball unless it's a late yeah, play acquisition. That loud. I want to hear the way your brain processes. I'm about to. Go. It's not baseball unless it's an acquisition that was right before spring training. Okay. It's not really football at all. I, I don't know what it would be in terms of football. Okay. Other than you want to tell me a coaching change, but usually the coaches will figure it out by this time. So in the NBA, it's, you're not picking hockey. So that's out. Like, you're not. You're not bringing up a hockey anniversary. You just did. And that one was special. So what it's sport the are you uh, settling in on here? So now I'm thinking basketball. Okay. But in basketball, again, the only thing that it would be would be a trade. Because there's nothing in February other than an all-star game. Could in be which an the game. NBA season would impact you. And so, I have said it's a New York uh, moment. Okay. So I'm not saying anything So else. here's what I'm convinced about, Craig. Go it ahead. is a trade. I'm not sure if it's baseball or basketball, though. Okay. Because, hear me out. And you have no idea. You're not playing me. I swear to God, bro. Okay. If I nail it, you got to just give me credit. I will tell you. I'll give you credit, basically. All right. Go ahead. So if it's baseball, the yep. only trade I can think of that was this late yep. is A-Rod. Okay? Maybe. A-Rod to the Yankees. Okay. If it's basketball, 
the biggest trade that the Knicks made at the trade deadline mm-hmm. is the one I missed out on. I'll be honest with you. I wanted the guy first, Carmelo Anthony. Okay. So I'm zeroing in on A-Rod or Melo, two guys that are close to you, two guys that you have a personal kind of feeling That's towards. right. It's New York, as I said. So the you're not picking the New Jersey Nets trading for Darren Williams. You're not doing that. Nope. So let's throw that one out. Throw that out. So am I on the right track that Melo and A-Rod are the two things that I'm on my, in my head right now? Well, if I answer that, well, if I say yes... Then you got to pick between the two. Then I'm down to two. If I say no, then you're probably in deep water. Then I'm starting over. All right. So I'm going to answer that question because it's a fair question. And I, I like how you played it out. Thank you. It is one of those two. Really? Yes. You got to give me some credit for I this. think, well, I, you knew it was going to be hockey. That was an easy one. Right. And the only thing. Because I already thing, gave you the only hockey one I know, which is 1980. Well, and also in February, February 22nd, the only thing it would be that right. would garner your Theoretically, interest. Theoretically, right, football, there would have had to have been something significant. And what could it have possibly been? What could been? it have been other than and, a birthday? And involving New York. Like, we know every major transaction for 50 years. It doesn't fit the timeline for it to be football. It could right. only be the NBA trade deadline mm-hmm. or a late move before opening day. A-Rod, February 22nd feels late for A-Rod. Like, I, I think it's February, but I'm not sure well, it'd be you late know it's February. February because it happened today. No, but It's I'm, the anniversary. I'm deciding if it's A-Rod or Mello, okay? Oh, okay, go ahead. Now, the other thing is, if it was Mello, mm-hmm. Craig would have his fingers ready to play I'm Coming Home. Oh, okay. I haven't seen his fingers move at all. Oh, now they're moving. Okay. A Rod or Mello? A Rod or Mello? A Rod or Mello? Carmelo Anthony. Final answer? I'm going Carmelo Anthony. I'm coming home. And now the fingers are moving. Tell the world I'm coming. Today is the day the New York Knicks got Carmelo Anthony. I nailed it. Yeah, good job. Took me a while, but now you're on the money. Yeah. Are you happy about this? That's the anniversary like, of getting no, mellow. Is that an anniversary you look back you fondly on? I was so as we all were, like you were when you obviously got Durant, Kyrie, et cetera, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't even care who we gave up to get him, which was probably we should have. Uh, yeah, we have, oh, Stoudemire goddess Carmelo. We have legitimately one of the great scorers in the game in his prime we are going to win so many effing games. And if you remember correctly, when Melo first became a Nick, he couldn't miss game-winning shots. That changed drastically yes. over the few years where he couldn't make one. But that first year or so, he was as clutch a player as we've ever had. Then we have the one great year with 54 wins, mm-hmm. and we beat the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And then Amari gets stupid on us, right? And then it went to, you know, Poop, right poop. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I look back on it. Mixed feelings, right? Somewhat with fondness because he was the best player we had ever acquired, in my opinion, up to that point at a trade deadline. And the flip side is it was such a disappointment yeah. in not achieving anything that it's you know, a little bit of each. I, what's funny is the Nets were trying to get Melo for months and months and months, and he didn't want to come here. Like He didn't right. want to go to New Jersey. He actually wanted the now, Knicks, and you got him. If he wanted to be a good guy, in, ra- in total hindsight, because mm-hmm. I was totally supportive, as you can imagine, of the trade. I didn't care. Give them all up together. I think everybody right? was. 100%. Part, yeah. But it, with clarity now, looking back, if Carmelo had just waited, well, that was the problem. Just wait six months and you're a Nick, uh, yeah. and we give up nothing. But there was a lockout coming. He wasn't sure what it would look like. But three days later, after you got Mello, my team got Darren Williams. And I was very excited about it. And here's what the facts tell us. 
the team success of Melo and Darren Williams were exactly the same. I won one round. Yep. You won one round. Yep. You made the playoffs three times. I made the playoffs three times. I look back at that trade disgusted. Like it brought in this era that I don't want to look back on fondly of. And you, yeah. it's a little different. You're like, eh, there's some good moments. Yet we can look back at those trades and say the results turned out to be the same in terms of team success. Yes. And I'm disgusted and you're like, eh. Pretty, right. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I find that fascinating. Yeah, so that's the anniversary of getting Carmelo Anthony, which uh, for a brief moment in time we were like, we are back. Oh, yeah. We've got a squad. Look, at the end of the day, you made the playoffs three straight years. That's right. And you did have a team that was, you know, 54-win team. That's legit. That's a and, legit. I mean, you had a legitimate, legit. It was the one time and in the you last. And you know the play that haunts me. Yeah, him getting blocked by Roy Hibbert. Yeah, the 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 baseline dunk attempt that Hibbert cleanly blocks is like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, for you, I know the Durant, obviously, foot on the line or maybe the air ball in overtime. That block from Hibbert. That stayed in my you know, That was a nightmare play for you, so long. You're right, and it should be. You lost the series in game one. I always look back at that. Losing game one at the guard yeah. was the killer. But that but dunk right. was like that. Yeah. That was the play. No, I get you. Right? And you couldn't bitch. It was a clean block. No, I get you. That damn Roy Hibbert. I that hated him. damn SOB. Yeah. And what's amazing is, uh, although we're very excited about our Knicks right now, they're not winning a championship, but we're excited about their play right now, as we should be. Um... If I could trade this team for that team, I would. But you know what? Sometimes it's about where you live. I actually liked Ray Felton for a couple years. Look, he was tremendous that year. You probably loved Jason Kidd that year, too. He was fantastic till the playoffs. (laughs) But the problem that you had then that's different from now, and I mean, all due respect to the Celtics and the Bucs of this year's team, you were not beating the Miami Heat. You just weren't. You weren't beating LeBron. You weren't beating Bosh. You weren't beating Wade. You had no shot. The NBA's Eastern Conference now, while the Celtics are real good and the Bucs are real good and the Bucs won a title a few years ago, doesn't at least the top of it feel a little bit more reasonable than the top of it back in 2013? You mean now the top? Yeah, that was an unbeatable team. You weren't beating that team. Yeah, I think right now the East, uh, only three teams can go to the NBA Finals. I, if I want to give Cleveland a shot to win a series, I could see them you know, upsetting one of them. But I think Boston, Milwaukee, are, I mean, they're just no doubt. too and damn good. While they're significantly better yeah. than the Knicks, those teams are not the team you needed to get past in 2013, no. the juggernaut. No, not even. Not now, Boston's pretty damn good. But they're very close, but they're yes. not, they haven't won anything They're yet. the closest thing the East has right now. Yeah. Whereas I think if you go to the West, I think uh, any team from 1 to 10 oh, dude, I can make could win the West. It. I agree. And by the way, just to make you feel a bit more depressed since you brought up the West, and you may have to fact check me on this, one of the draft picks you gave up in the mellow trade, Jamal Murray. Boom. How you doing? True story. Uh, as a pick. As a pick. As a future pick. As a pick. Yeah. And by the way. By the way, Jamal Murray and Joker, while they're great, have done squat in the postseason. Uh, well, they've been in the Western Conference Finals. One. Okay. Right? You're waxing poetic about a year where you lost in the yeah. second round. That's right. You loser. <laughs> I, I own it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it all day. And, and before yeah. anyone says anything, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, <laughs> courtesy of the Nets. There you I go. know. Hey, you built the Boston Celtics. I built them. Yes, you did. Yeah. You uh, effectively built the Boston Celtics. Yuck. That is right. Yeah. Yep. No doubt about it. Yuck. No doubt about it. You know, the West is crazy in that regard. That, like, Sacramento's in th- third place I right know. now. They're going to break the playoffs. And I think Sacramento's going to wind up in eighth. Uh, Denver's going to wind up in the number one seed. It's almost their, their lead's too big. Yeah, they're up by five. But they are not even close to being the favorite to go to the finals because the Phoenix Suns are. And to be real, while everybody bashes Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook with a healthy Kawhi Leonard on one side 
and Paul George on the other are a matchup nightmare for yeah. a lot of teams out West. Now, they have no size, but it's a matchup but, nightmare. But you know who's coming out of the West. You, you know the answer. Just like I know the answer. You think it's KD, huh? Of course it is. Do you really think that? Of course it is. All right, so can I give because you... Because you see this look on my face, this <laughs> pain that I have... Yeah. It's yeah. just more pain. It's nothing personal against KD, but the idea of him being traded to the West <laughs> to a team three games above 500 yeah. and then taking off and winning the West, and it is wide open, that disgusts me. That's why the team I'm adopting is either Denver or Memphis. Give me either one of them, I'm thrilled. Well, you'll take, at this point, you would take the Clippers, that's the true. Lakers, or Golden no, State. No, you're right. I take anybody, but Dallas <laughs> yeah. and Phoenix, that's it. You can't have Dallas or Phoenix go to an NBA anybody final. Anybody else, I'll take anybody. Yeah, you can't have that at all. I'd be better. Would you be worried at all that Golden State gets healthy and goes on a 20-game run because they know how to win? Uh, they got to get out of the playing tournament. I agree. Which they, they're not that far off from doing. Two to, three games, maybe. No, they're incredibly dangerous, no doubt. They're the only team that uh, their record right now doesn't mean squat. If Steph is healthy, that team right now goes on an 18-5 and five run and everybody else is screwed. And think about it. You jump to the sixth seed, you potentially play the Kings in the first round. No offense to them. It's great that they're going to break this skid. Uh, I think you take your chances. Yeah, yeah, they'd be a prohibitive favorite. They would be, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Most Americans can't name a king. <laughs> Other than De'Aaron Fox, maybe, right? <laughs> Honestly, Tommy, can you name another Sacramento king right now? Yeah, is Sabonis on the kings, too? No, hey, I don't think so. There you yeah. go. Hey, All right. Right. Wait, right. you, wait, you didn't think he was? No, I, he knew sure. I knew De'Aaron Fox for sure, and I know they score a lot he of points. He wasn't quite sure. But I'm not, was I'm not locked into he the was, king's he roster. He was traded for down. Wally Zerbiak's yes. favorite player. Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton, Halliburton yeah. who I was rooting for in the three-point contest just to stick it to Zerbiak. <laughs> that would be funny, I've right? I've become a huge Halliburton fan all of a sudden. I didn't realize. I saw the slow-motion uh, shot that Halliburton takes in the three-point contest. Oh, it's ugly. And when you slow it down, like as pretty as, you know, to be fair, J.R. Smith's jump shot is, which is just pure, right? This this might be the ugliest jump shot oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Nah, since he's come in the league, that's what's jumped out at me. Like, and he, and he's good. Don't get me wrong, and he's effective, but it is ugly as hell. But either way, I'm on Team Tyrese's side versus uh, Wally Zerbiak. Real quick, Bob's in Highlands, New Jersey. Bobby, what's up, kid? Hey, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that watching the show and Evan, Craig, you can ask him. You know what really bugged him? What? When you knew about the meat on the stick and he didn't know it as a... Uh, no, it's not the meat on the stick. What bothered him was that I told him about a bobblehead yeah, nobody yeah, knows yeah, about. Yeah, Bob, he you were close. Like, that was it. Let me tell you something. That was he it. doesn't like yep. when you know something that he doesn't know as a season ticket Met fan. He hates that. I hate it. You're right. Even his body language when yep. you watch it. <laughs> No, he's right. <laughs> you nailed that, Bob. Because what annoys me he's is... He's going to go home tonight. When yeah. he goes and has dinner, he's going to be like, can't believe he knew that. Right? <laughs> That's what he's mad about. I just want him to give me all of it. Like, if you know one of know. the giveaways, <laughs> yeah. I want the whole damn list. I mean, I could give you the whole thing, but I'm not going to now. You see, that's the problem. Yeah. Don't tease me. Just I don't give me think the whole I should have given you the one I gave you. Well, you gave it to everybody. I didn't mean to, though. We're I gonna, thought I was just talking to you. We're going to do 20 minutes of it on tonight's Rico Bronya. So I'm Does anybody listen to that? A couple of thousand people. Yeah? Yeah. Well, nice. Good for you. Thanks. Can you not do that tonight, though? I'm going to. Can you just wait till the Mets announce it and then do a whole Rico Bronia on all the giveaways? Well, I was going to do tonight's Rico on my 26-man roster prediction to a T, yeah. but I'm going to push that back a few minutes just so I can spend time on the giveaway that you accidentally leaked to all of us earlier today on the show. But don't worry. I'll get to the roster prediction for all you diehard Ricos. But first, we got to talk about the leaked giveaway. Oh, man. Gee, that sounds kind of interesting.
Yeah. <laughs> it was not a Garrett Cole one, but good try. Uh, thank you for trying to uh, distract people from what it really is. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So conflicting reports out of Green Bay now. Aaron Rodgers is done there. They're disgusted with him. Aaron Rodgers is staying there. They can't wait to win more with him. Danny Jones, uh, I did learn earlier today that it was not his current agent, uh, Athletes First, that put out the notion that Danny Jones wants $45 million bucks. It was his previous agent. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. If that's, about the, that? if that's the case, yes. and I believe you, then it's not true. Correct. That's called jilted lover. That's right. Makes old lover look like ass. Look like greedy bastard doesn't know where he ranks in the pantheon of quarterbacks. No doubt, because the reaction... Yeah, I, just, not just, I just found that out during the last break. That's significant, because... The reaction from Giant fans, New Yorkers, and then nationally, you know this doing a national show, was to mock Daniel Jones. Oh, is he crazy? $45 million a year? So if that comes out from his ex-representatives, I think we got to take that with a gigantic grain of salt. That, to me, means it's BS. Yeah, that's exactly right. They're wow. trying to make him look bad. That's, that's exactly, now, exactly right. There is one piece of news from Green Bay that may mean nothing, but I thought you'd want to know. Yeah. The Packers have announced a price increase on lower bowl stadium tickets in 2023. So they are raising ticket prices. And then they're not going to bring Aaron Rodgers back? I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, is it? I mean, any race sucks for the fans, but what kind of raise? Uh, an increase between 3 to $9 per ticket right. per game. So you figure you got to buy 9, 10? Well, you got, they may have nine home games this year. It varies between 8 and 9 per year. Plus so. the two, so you're looking at 10 games, let's say. Mm-hmm. So extra 90 bucks. I mean, it sucks. Right? No, it's meal. not changing the world, but it could change people's decision on what about tickets or not. I think sometimes we look at that and try to draw conclusions like I did when I got my net. That Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Well, I got right? my net season ticket bill, and it was lower than normal. And I said, huh, that's weird. And two weeks later, <laughs> boop, they were gone. Yeah. So you never know sometimes. Bye, SNY. Thank you. We'll see you guys uh, again uh, tomorrow. 
very good on that. I don't think it means anything in fairness. I don't think so either because uh, I imagine, I don't know a lot about the ticketing there, but if I took a guess that they're not in the top five most expensive ticket, I'd probably be right. Yeah. Right? Like, what, what are they, average? I, I, and I'm sure they sell it every game no matter what. But I also don't think the ticket department is making decisions based on what they know about the quarterbacks. It doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers or Jordan loves the quarterback. They're the Packers. Like, football's different than the NBA, even baseball, where it ain't the guys in the jerseys. It's the jersey that sells. It's the stadium right. that sells. Yeah, yeah. It's the legacy that sells. Yeah, it's it. But listen, that's the way it's going, right? I mean, salary cap goes up. Prices go up. Sure. I mean, that's unfortunate. And, and next year, the salary cap's going to balloon. Like, it's going to go up crazy. Like $20 million or 2024, more. not this upcoming got season. It, that's it, why it. a lot of teams are trying to figure out, hey, we can manipulate these new contracts. Like, let's take Daniel Jones and have his cap number be really low this year, and then next year we'll let it go way up because the cap's going to be bigger. Fair point. Uh, countdown to 1,800 hours is brought to you by 1,800 Tequila. Whether it be 6 p.m. or 1,800 hours, 1,800 Tequila redefines tequila time. 1,800 tequila, the best taste in tequila. 1,800 tequila, 40% alcohol by volume, Proximo Spirits. Jersey City, New Jersey, please celebrate responsibly. More of your calls coming out on Rodgers and Carr and, of course, Danny Jones. Uh, and a baseball thought after this as well. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I want to thank Twitter. Yesterday, I'd say it was like 12 o'clock. I did the, the greatest thing that Twitter is useful for. I asked a question, and I got a million answers. I said, hey, Twitter, the All-Star break is still going on. Me and my wife want to find the show to watch. Any advice? Oh, my God, like hundreds of examples, tons of choices. And I picked one that was recommended by many. It's called Shrinked. Have you heard of this one? Shrinked? No. I thought you were going to watch the movie where the uh, T-Rex becomes a priest or whatever. What was that movie that, that you were talking about last week that you and your wife were going to watch? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She wasn't going to go for that. The Raptosaurus uh, thing? No. Yeah. I, and I haven't heard of the TV show you did. I, yeah. I usually watch TV shows like two or three years after it's popular. No, this one actually started recently. Harrison Ford's in it. Is he? And I can't get over how old he looks. Well, he, he is old. No, I, I know no. he's old. Looks but the I, part. I can't get over how old he is. How old and is he? the other guy. Like old. 80? I mean, I don't, don't want to uh, make fun of him because uh, he's are. A, a legendary actor. Mm -hmm. And to me, I don't. you can tell me Indiana Jones all you want. Here's the most famous Harrison Ford line. Be careful. Line. Be careful. Go ahead. Go. Get off my plane. Yes. Yes. You do like that one. Come on now. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife or whatever the hell the line is in there. Oh, no. You're talking about Air Dude. Force One. I'm talking about The Fugitive. Oh, The Fugitive's a great movie, yeah, too. You, you, so you're... So, okay, okay. So when doing Harrison Ford lines, you picked a good movie, Get Air off Force One. My plane. Not Star Wars, not Indiana Jones. Dude, he, not was, the, fugitive. he was the president no. telling a terrorist to get how badass is that president? And let's be honest, the only president in recent time that'd be as badass as him is Ronald Reagan. All right. And if you're arguing with me, you're wasting your time. I'm sorry. It's no one else. I thought you were gonna say Jack Nicholson and Mars Attacks if we're doing uh, <laughs> movie presidents. And by the way, that movie sucked. I'm sorry. That sucked and in a good way. Sucked no. in like you and your boys sitting around smoking, drinking, and watching it and laughing of how ridiculous it was. There's a problem. I take these extraterrestrial movies pretty seriously. No, no, you don't. And I, <laughs> I have a scale of realistic to not realistic. Oh, Independence Day was really realistic. Of course Kevin. it was. No, yes. it was not. No peace. How the hell do you know because that aliens wouldn't come down and blow up all our buildings? How do you so, know that? No, but you saying it realistic means like you've had encounters with aliens. No, no, I'm saying that I could picture that being the case, especially with all these balloons all over the place. Yeah, there's balloons. And did you see that egg that uh, came up the shores in, in Japan? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but like 
The realistic is what you think it's in your mind. There's no actual realistic encounter with aliens. Yeah, but Mar- Mars, what was it called again? Mars, Mars attacks. attacks. Mars Attacks was not realistic. There was nothing that you could even rationalize as being realistic. Yeah, it was supposed to be over the top and stupid, but funny like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't funny. All right, so you like Independence Day where it's more quote-unquote realistic, yeah, Evan. Real. The yeah. second one, not as realistic. The first one, very yeah. realistic. Oh, very realistic. Absolutely. Sure. We had a president deciding what to do. At first, he acts like a fake tough guy and says, I'm staying in the White House. Then he's advised, you're going to die if you do that? So he gets the hell out of town? Evan. I mean, come on. And, and I've the never... only thing that was weird was the, 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 the first lady randomly finding Will Smith's wife. That was, I mean, the randomness of that was a little off. Or, or the idea that Will Smith could fly a plane and all of a sudden that makes him qualified to fly an alien spaceship. It does not. There's well, no way that flying a plane makes you able to fly an alien spaceship. How do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? You don't how even... is that realistic, Evan? How did Jeffrey Goldblum also know how to hack alien technology? This time without the oops. <laughs> that one was a little off the top. Evan, you, you're a master bike rider. <laughs> Would you be able to ride a bike that an alien had? No, because you don't know alien uh, lingo. Yeah, but you don't know alien lingo either, so you have no idea what it would be like to fly their planes. So how can you make the assumption that Will Smith, who is a very talented Navy pilot, couldn't figure out how to fly the spaceship? On the fly? Come on. By There's way, no way. There will be no pieces up there, but also... Welcome to Earth, and he punches the guy in the alien. Oh, in I the thought face. you were going to do the speech. That, oh, well, the, the speech the president is, the is speech, classic. The speech was classic too, which leads to this other idea I've had that Hollywood should go to former presidents, specifically like President Bush and Obama too, mm-hmm. and Clinton not as much, Trump not as much because he's already been in movies, and offer them roles as presidents. I always thought that'd be a great idea. Like, go to President Bush and say, "Listen, here's the deal: we got thirty lines for you. It's nothing crazy." And you're going to be the president in this movie. Not yourself, but a president. No, you're just yeah. a pre- No, you're President Bush. You're going oh, to he's going to play himself. Not I mean, just president, uh, you know, no, whatever. No, no, no. He plays himself because he was a president. Gotcha. So imagine like a role where Bush or Obama are like reacting to the aliens attacking. Like, all right, we're going to have to nuke the aliens. Like, that would <laughs> add more credibility to the movie. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no, it would. Because they know how to be a president. So exactly. therefore, it's easy to play I don't know. a president. I don't know why these Hollywood directors haven't thought of that yet. Well, it's funny, Evan. You know, they have people called uh, actors, and they're usually really good at yeah, that. Yeah, but this one's better. Although you could a- you could argue an actor became a president, so why can't a president be an well, actor? And, and, also, the whole thing? and also, like, <laughs> look at some of these baseball movies. Isn't it better like uh, Rookie of the Year? Not Rookie no. of the Year. Uh, Little Big League. The best part of Little Big League, and that was, of course, for those that aren't familiar, that's when the kid became the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Bill Haywood, yeah. Billy Haywood. Billy Haywood. Uh, Bill Haywood. Well, I'm 37. It was right around in my uh, childhood. You know what? I think I should fight with Spike and let you host the show with me. You you, you got some knowledge over there. And and what Evan's trying to tee up here is Ken Griffey Jr. hitting a home run and Randy Johnson throwing a pitch, but they're not acting. They're they're doing what they do baseball-wise. Now you're you're remembering incorrectly. Gotcha. Ken Griffey Jr. was in that movie, but he had more of a role than hitting a home run. Remember, he drew a walk, and then he got fooled by that Little League trick where they try to pick the runner off. And Griffey got confused. Yeah, Griffey and they had throw to... it down the sidelines. Everybody's looking for it. Everybody's in on the con yeah, there. Yeah. Griffey had to act. Like, what are you talking about? He didn't just play baseball. Yeah, and I think he had a line or two in it. But, you know, if that was whoever, I, uh, name an actor, so was would that, they have done better? I don't know. Was that better than just finding a random actor that, quote-unquote, looks like a baseball player? No, I player? mean, no. For, for credibility, it was cool. We talked about Jordan and Space Jam. I think it's just cool to see Ken Griffey Jr. in a movie. Well, no, it's also, but it's also more realistic. Like, okay, go Rookie of the Year. I'm thinking Ray Allen, too. He was in that movie with Denzel. He got game. game. He got, he got game. game. And yeah. he was, but he was really good, That's Ray very Allen. different. He did the whole film, and he did a fine job. And he wasn't Ray Allen. So, Rookie of the Year. Remember Rookie? 
rookie of the year, it's when uh, I the, do. the little kid becomes a pitcher. He breaks his arm, and all of a sudden he could throw heat. All right. So the big Met baseball player, the enemy, was this weird-looking guy with a mustache, yeah. big, strong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, would you rather it be that guy or Bobby Bonilla, who was in the movie? You'd I, rather it be Bobby Bonilla, not some guy who's swinging and missing at a floater. Yeah, I guess you'd rather have uh, Bernard Gilkey in Men in Black when he sees the yeah. spaceship. <laughs> Dude, I just think it adds more credibility to the movie when you've got a real baseball player in it. So that's my only point. If you had a real president, like someone who served two terms, that's my only rule, okay? I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I like my presidents to serve two terms. They had to serve two, two terms to be in the movie? That's correct. That's why George H.W. Bush wouldn't have made the cut either. <laughs> I bought Jimmy Carter. I know he's in. He's in I should uh, make a comment yeah. about Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy wouldn't have qualified. Sure. Okay? And that's why Trump doesn't qualify. I apologize. It's Obama and Bush. Clinton, I just don't want to see anymore. I, I'm sorry. So it's Obama or Bush. Those my only two candidates. They can qualify for this. I think they would do a great job. And it has and to be telling- aliens. It has to be end of the world, doom. Or they, could they be talking about, you know, I don't know, trading oil? No, I think it could be anything. And call me crazy, Taxation. I think Bush is more likely to do it. I think someone should give him a call. I agree. He's I not think doing he, anything. Yeah, and I think he, like, I don't want to say he doesn't take himself seriously, but I think he'd be open to, like, people saying, oh, I was good, he wasn't that good, he was so, great. Yeah. So about six years ago, I wrote a letter. Six years ago? I wrote a letter to President Bush. No, 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 wait, hold on. I did. No, six years ago, so when you were an, an adult. Yeah, uh, I was with, an adult. With, uh, married, uh, you, you took a piece of paper and a pen in the era of emails and wrote President Bush a letter. Yeah, you want to know why? Uh, I think sense. we all know why, but no, why, why did I write him a letter? Because you're, you're a geek? No, oh. I wrote him a letter because I wanted to ask him to do a one-on-one interview with me. And I said, I think it'd be very interesting. We'll talk a little bit about your presidency. I'm going to push a little bit. You know, weapons of mass destruction, what are we doing here? Like, I'm going to ask him about this. Okay. But his ownership of a baseball team, his fandom of sports, his fandom of painting, like... There's going to be some stuff. The strike after 9-11, obviously. We're going to do, we're gonna do a yeah. lot of stuff. Like, there'll be some tough questions. I don't want you to think it's going to be complete. Like, I'm going to push a little bit. All right, Katrina, we're going to talk about it. I'm sorry. Like, it's going to happen. And where would this interview have taken place? I on WFAN or on the Rico Bronia? So I offered to fly there. I said, I will fly okay. to Texas. Right. I will be in your ranch for a day. You don't have to give me any food. I'm not going to stay over. Just a long-form discussion. And I think, it's, I think it'll work out for everybody. I think you'll be happy with the interview. I think I'd be happy with the interview. I was going to post it exclusively on WFAN.com. Sure. And one of the questions on my list, because I started putting it together, was this, was this acting question. I was going to ask it. Like, listen, if a Hollywood actor came to you, Mr. President, and said, it's not going to be crazy money. I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to be crazy. It's going to be scale. Okay? I don't think he's hurting for the money, but go ahead. No, that's why. You're not buying them. By the way, Evan, not to cut off your story, but when you're a president, it's like uh, when you're in like a, a TV show or movie, you get like a check every year. When mm-hmm. you're a president, do you get like a check every year? Like you're the president? All you got to do is make one speech and yeah. trust me, that check's What's the word I'm looking of? for? You, you get it for private parts. What's residual? The yeah, they, does a president get a residual check? Like thanks, uh, you know, for being the president? No. So oh, what okay. you do when you're a former president and you want money is just say, I'm going to make a speech, and I'm going to charge you $500,000. <laughs> wow. And really? then you make a, a, like a two-hour speech. At a college done. or something, right? Yeah. Or, and every, every president's done this, you write a book. And that book is going to be like a huge advance. Of course. You write the book. You open up your presidential library. Though I'm not sure you make money off the presidential library. I could be wrong about yeah. the library thing. So they can make a lot of money sneezing, and you want them to act in a, act in a movie for not a lot of money no, because... because it's not about the money. Because mm. it's about, wouldn't that be cool? Like, that's my... Wouldn't oh. that be kind of cool, Mr. President? Like, you're sitting there. You're back, at, you're back in the chair, okay? Except all these decisions, they're not real anymore. 
So you don't have to worry about, oh, this decision may kill a few people. This decision's not good for this family. No, it's all fake now. Your decision is, am I going to bomb those aliens? All right? They just attacked. How am I going to handle it? And that's the, it's fake. It's all written for I would you. want to see this just because we all know how cable news and politics have become sports. I would just love to see like CNN and Fox News talking about this movie and the acting role and treating it as if these were actual presidential decisions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be worth the four or five hours a night coverage of George W. Bush or whatever. You love and that idea though, right? I do love the idea. It's a good idea. It's just whether, like you said, whether they'd be open to it. They are playing themselves and whether the people like think the movie is actually them. You know what I mean? Can they separate that this is not real, this is just a part he's playing. Obama would do it too. I guarantee it. Again, you know what? I get to be president again. And I get to make a decision about the aliens. I'm telling you. Now, do their decisions affect the script? Like if they do this thing or this thing, then all of a sudden the script becomes different and it impacts what happens at <laughs> the end like of the movie? Books back in the day, like goosebumps, I feel it's like. Like an interactive movie. Right. By the way, speaking of interactive decisions, George W. Bush's presidential library has a booth you can sit in where you make decisions and then everything changes. It's called decision points. Check it out. Wait, each president has a... <laughs> each president has a library? Are you new around here? Uh, new to what? Be, uh, yeah, I'm new to being... Uh, oh, I'm not new to being cool. What, why would a president have a library, really? frankly? No, That's well, like one of their big... To, to frame their legacy. I know back in uh, Long Island, you can go see where Teddy Roosevelt lived or something like that. That was kind no, so of... Yes, was cool. But. Of the more recent presidents. Now, the last two have not done it yet. Like, I don't think Obama and Trump have opened up their libraries. I'm sure. I have no idea what Trump's plans are. I I have no, I could be in a casino for all I know. I have no idea. Obama, I think, was going Chicago. Cool. I think. But I don't know. It hasn't opened yet. Bush is the most recent president that's had his library. And might I say, a fantastic library. What would be in said library? I so mean. you've got, like, the history of their life. Okay. Their decisions that they made. And then what W did is he, I can call him W. Yeah. He has a fake Oval Office. You did office. write him a letter. Uh, I did write him a He never wrote back, by the way. shocking. Very upset about I, that. I'm sure 60 Minutes also sent him a text and he went with that <laughs> over Evan Roberts in his backyard. I was selling him on the, you know, we're going to talk sports. We're going to talk 9-11 pitch Yankees. Well, why not reach out to like some of his PR people instead of just mailing him a letter? That so seems a little old school. It's a great question, Connor. So I did that as well. And the PR person said, we appreciate your interest. We'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I have not heard back from them. Okay, well. But I, this all happened, I, I'd say five, six years. He's out of office, so whenever that was. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He was out of office in 2008, so it's right. been a while. So, but you know what I mean. But five, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, it was definitely like well after his term ended. But what was your question again? Oh, yeah, so you get to make decisions inside his presidential You get library. to be the president. Now, as far as... Virtual no, reality of being as, a president. As far as the movie's concerned, no, it's a script. What are you talking about? We're getting crazy over there. They got a script. Well, if they're the president, their their decisions should have an impact. Well, no, they're reading a script that the Hollywood. Yeah, but their 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 input or their presidential intuition should be accounted oh, for. Oh, so you're saying what if Obama says, "Excuse me, that's not what I would say." Exactly. That's not what I. And would so, say. based on what he does, you know, that's where the movie goes. I would definitely be open to hearing what both presidents have to say. Like, okay, that's not realistic. I wouldn't have done that. Like, I'm good with that. But I do think that's the future of acting, and I think it'll get people to go to movies. I really yeah. do. Maybe during the, the movie they could put out a poll on Twitter like you do and be like, should I shoot down the aliens? Should I welcome them? And see who wins. That's just a crazy idea. Oh, I thought that was Sorry. interactive with the fans. No. Okay. I just want former presidents to be in movies. That's all I'm looking for. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.